They I was skating in them though, and I was like, for me. I was like, dude, these are like great fucking skate socks, dude. dude. I mean, they're they're the best socks, period. Oh, dude, like I it's the only gone ones. In their factory? No, no, like, no. Dog, no, I just no. went there, and took a tour. Uh, it was in Northfield for a while, and they just moved. I can't remember where they moved to, but it was in Northfield forever, like since yeah. they started. And uh, they have a fucking lady in the back who deals with all the, like you know, if you get a hole or rip in that. It's a there's a, you can send it in and get a free pair of socks for life. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a North shit. Face or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and the lady, there's this one chick who sits back there and reads the letters from the people and looks at the socks. And I'm talking to her and she's like, "Yeah, you wouldn't believe it." She's like, "You know, chicks who like were on their period and they're hiking and all they had was their sock. Oh. <laughs> like they send it to me. That's so it's like they want a new sock in the mail. And I'm just like, "Oh my god, bro." You're so, like, I don't know. That's not any fault of the sock, dude. <laughs> One, two, what is this? The five to the seven with the roughneck business. I like them brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Oh. And these five dogs from the Zulu Nation. What, what do you think? Loud enough? Is my tribe loud enough or what? Yeah, I'm trying to just okay. show this one annoying reflection. Trash face. Oh. Oh. Yo, you rolling? Get it started. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, it's nice. It's a lot better than weed we have at home, I'll tell you that much. Right. I should fucking hook up with that. Man. Hello, Mike Check. Can you hear that phone going off back there? Can yeah. you Mike Check, Mike Check. Barely. Where's Where's he out of? He is in fucking Plainfield, I believe. Oh really? It's super I weed. Went to his house. I went to his house. We had uh, we were shooting guns. It was called meat and skeet. Yeah. The, I was uh, shooting. I shot. Ass, I shot the shotgun maybe thirty times, and it hit a single. Uh, Play pigeon or whatever. Really? That shit's fucking hard. Dude, it's not easy. Yeah. Man. And then there I'd was imagine. these rednecks who were just running around with like shade black mouth hanging out of their mouth, like just yeah, can't miss. Smoking. Yeah. And I was like heckling them and shit. And uh, fuck, I forget who I was with, but someone's like, yeah, probably don't make fun of the dude who hasn't missed the, the guys that are all day. actually a lot better <laughs> at doing the thing well, than the you dude are. Who hasn't missed a shot all day and has a shotgun in his hand and you're making fun of him? Yeah, it's probably not smart, Travis. That's good. That's good advice, dude. It's a good friend right there. Yeah, yeah. It's so sick when people do that. Dude, when I was a little kid, I was like trying to shoot this fucking can that was so far away at my dad's house and I like, was going nowhere near my grandpa shows up and he's like let me show you how to do that and I was like you don't know what the fuck you're doing and he takes it and he goes Bow! and I was like you smirked it the first fuck shot? was that and he's yeah. like I was in Vietnam first tee uh, like damn you're a beast yeah first tee so yeah, sick. it's like you and frontside flips, dude. <laughs> way cooler, way cooler than the frontside. Flips. I don't know, dude. I've seen you roll away from frontside flips, where I'm like, "There's no way in hell he's like landing that," and it just comes around for you, and you're just like waiting for it, and you're like, "Up." Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. Where you people we're, shoot gun like that? We're definitely gonna get into the frontside flip talk, but let me uh, let me run this intro right quick. Uh, back out here for golden hour. Episode 20, I believe, and we have a one of a kind guest, yeah. Mr. Jordan Maxim, in the spot. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, nice to see Welcome. you. Welcome. This guy. Yeah. yeah. Clint, Clint, Clint on Ayers on, on the location here, um, playing footsies with you. 
Um, yeah, so we were just talking frontside flips. We can, we can start something like that. You've, you've done some frontside flips in your day. There's, uh, the one that comes to mind is that uh, 18 rail. That was crazy. Franklin, did yeah. you see that fucking line that Nyjah did there in his part recently? Yeah, but this isn't about Nyjah. Um, <laughs> I did, and I was like, yo, my boy Jordan fucking frontside flipped that shit. Um, Take that. You tried to frontside flip El Toro, too, didn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Damn, dude. Was that, I think you talked about it on something, but that was what, Ty was trying to kind of push you to do it, or what? I went one time with, uh, with Buckman when I was, like, 18. We were fucking... We just went to, like, look at it or something. And I tried it, like, three or four times. And I was like, all right, I got this. And then one time I went way too slow, and I barely made it and, like, fucked my feet up. Were you catching it and everything? Yeah, I kind of... I thought I was going to do it at that time. But at that point, I only ever frontside flipped, like, a 13 stair or something. Only? Dude, what the... So it went, like, straight Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, but <laughs> to go from a 13 yeah, to yeah. 20 is, like, you know, there's That's 15s a... and 16s and shit out yeah. there. But I was just, like, you know, a hungry little kid. Dude, and we you, happened to be in California. You jumped a lot when you were younger, too, though. Didn't, like, how, how were you able to do that? Because like, <laughs> we don't have any fucking rails here. Like, we yeah. do. We, like, we have rails here in Vermont, but they're gnarly. They're yeah, not, they like, the shit that, like, you know, like, you're going to be, like, learning and getting shit done yeah. on. And like, it's quick set. We, and we had a lot of stairs. Mm-hmm. And I grew up watching Colin. Yeah. So would you, would you, like... Or do you still, like, do you condition yourself at all for this jumping? Like, do you exercise or, like, jump rope and stuff? Jump, I don't or? jump that much anymore. Yeah. I, like, I'm more, I, like, skate a lot more rails now. Yep. Which is just, like, came with going to California and there being rails everywhere. Yeah. And no lie, like, I, people laugh about it, but it's like, bro, I remember when Chris Joslin came out. I was like, jumping's over, dog. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't do that anymore. Or at least you can't rely on that. He set the bar yeah. pretty high. Dude's gnarly, bro. Yeah, so, yeah, like, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, I'm not going to try to, like, just only jump anymore. Like, you got to expand. Because that dude came out and it was like, but, I, don't, I watched his plan B part, like, recently. He I, And I was just tallying it. Because I wanted to see how many different tricks he did down the gap. Different gaps. And they're not, none of them were small. He did over 50 different tricks wow. down gaps. Yeah, big ones. It's hard to like wow. sit here and think of 50 tricks. He'd do, do it for like 20, but then you'd be like, okay, what's another trick? He did 50 tricks yeah, like, in wow. that part down big stairs. And they're all different tricks. They're no different big, tricks. Yeah, like, every trick incredible. you can think of, he did it down a big set. And it's like, that's in, inspiration to me. And it was like, fuck, I'm like battling to do like the big jumping stuff that I was doing. And it was like... I don't know. I just evolved into skating other things when it became available being in California. Totally. That makes sense. Don't sell yourself so short, now dude. I, I remember don't jump as much. Seeing, like, your workout part and stuff. You know that fakie flip you did off that massive gap, like the massive concrete block oh, yeah, into the park sure. in the, the road or whatever? Like, the She was gnarly, dude. Especially that front side flip. I remember just running around on my friends, on my skate rat friends in California and be like, dude, that's my boy from Vermont. Like, dude, wait, you guys have no idea. You know? And, yeah. yeah we were definitely much. hyped. So it's safe to say you're, like, the most famous and well-known person ever come out of Barry, Vermont, right? <laughs> I mean, I is it, like, is like, there, has anyone else ever, like, come up dude, out of Barry and, like, Barry. anything? I don't, I don't know. 
probably some I infamous, think that's like, not math very well versed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very well versed in, like, what everyone else is doing from, like, my high school. Or, yeah. I, there's no, like, famous people from there. Yeah. There could be, though, from, like, like and, back in the day when it was, like, a blue-collar town, like, a hundred years ago, yeah, you know. I'm not well versed in, like, the, you like, know, like the historical granite, folks. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. is, like, from Barry, so I guarantee there's, like, some legendary granite largest granite quarry thing. in the world dude like, yeah is it yeah you know, when i was a kid they came to check out the they went to like suss out the granite quarry that was right next to my house and they were going to film the batman there oh, when they what? had like the ice villain or whatever oh yeah but it didn't get cold enough in vermont that year oh. so they didn't film it and i was like all juiced at me and all the neighbors were like they're gonna film batman right here dude it would have been arnold schwarzenegger chilling chilling up in barry yeah <laughs> that would have been the coolest thing to happen in barry but no i don't think arnold schwarzenegger was in batman was yeah he? he was the ice dude oh really? yes dude. <laughs> yeah he was in the one with him jim carrey uh, it was like Batman was 3. Bat, like, Jim Carrey was coming. That's what it was yeah. going to be. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> Jim Carrey, man. I remember Jim Carrey was here for uh, me, myself, and Irene. He was yeah. in yeah. that, like, uh, cafe or some shit. I yeah. still kick myself to this day for being a sucker because, like, all my friends at high school took the day off of school to be extras in that. Yeah. I got paid, like, no 500 way. bucks. And, we're and, and I was like, dude, I spent all day at school. Like, <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, uh, no, you could have met Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And fucking made 500 bucks. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go back yeah. a little bit here, though. So <laughs> Still is. you know, you came up in Barry, and uh, what? Year, how old were you when you started skating? I'm trying to remember when we first even met. <sighs> so until like up until maybe ten years old, I was like. I just had so much energy. Like, I still do, but I had so much energy, and, like, I didn't know what to do with it. My mom would, like, put me in all the sports, and jog. I was horrible at everything. Like, I played soccer for, like, five years. Me too. Never scored a goal. Yeah, it was really They put me in yeah. goalie because I was so bad, and I would, like, even catch a ball and, like, walk backwards in the line. And like, <laughs> it was bad, bro. I was, like, horrible at every sport. I had no, like, homies at school. They're like, this dude's way too aloof, and man. life just was, like, it was, it was a rough uh, childhood, just, like... Just going crazy, and like I didn't really have any homies. And then when I was ten, they built the Travis Mercy Memorial Skate Park yeah. at uh, at behind Barrytown Elementary School. And Dave Wood, who was on here, you know, shout out Dave, he's the man. Yes, he built that park. And I remember, like in gym class, they'd take us out, and like you know, you go on nature walks. And when they like cut down all the trees right there, they like told us when we were walking one day, they're like, "This is gonna be a skateboarding park. They're gonna build a skate park here." And I remember, as a little kid, I was like, "What?" Like. A skate park, like that's cool. That is super cool. And I didn't know like anything about skating, but I was like, okay, a skate park's coming. And like, a couple of my friends started skating, and the B side was there. So my mom got me a lesson, and I learned how to drop in at the B side. One of the old the mini ramp in the yeah, back too. That thing was super back. gnarly too. Not a good ramp Dude, to learn. To... I remember just like to me that is like a magical room because like I it was like my early like young kid memories, mm-hmm. and like I just remember it from then. But, like, yeah, I learned how to drop in there, did, like, my first rock and roll. And rock yeah, that's, that's not, like, there. the most convenient first quarter bike No, it's really... It's, like, probably, like, six feet it's or like something. It's, loud and cold It's really yeah. tight, flat bottom and elliptical, so it was, like, steeper yeah. than, like... Steep? Yeah, 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 it was definitely steep, dude. dude yeah. I remember, the, like, the bank to wall, like, it, like yeah. the, on one end, it went straight into the wall, just turned into the wall. Yeah, yeah. The wall ride really high, yeah. and, like... Yeah, like, I think that was the first time I, like, saw Colin in there and shit. Like, they had, like, a B-side contest in there, and, like, yeah. A-Bear was in there destroying it, and, like, a bunch of, like, older dudes. I remember Burroughs used to skate, especially that bank-to-wall, really well back really? in the day. Oh, yeah, he would kill that yeah, thing. Yeah, he did, like, a Trey Fakey on, in, um, I think it was in Family Truth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Dude, yeah. he did, huh? I do remember. And Ollie, that. Ollie Reed would kill Ollie it too. Back lip, the yeah. yeah. Anyway, have you had Ollie on here? Not yet. <laughs> Ollie, Not yet. dude, he's coming. Dance right now. Ollie's like Ollie. water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie's Ollie quote. So, yeah. Sounds about right. Last time I was talking to him. Um. So yeah. So you're around ten when you started. Skating. Oh yeah. So my my grandma bought me my first skateboard for twenty five cents at a at a garage sale in Northfield. It was a little yellow banana board. Oh yeah, and it was Classic. fiberglass. Yep. And uh, I also got like a a tape of like the X Games, a VHS tape huh. at the at like the fucking you know the VHS like Ormsby's in downtown. So you got VHS you like store. rented it out of a library or yeah, something. Right? You know. But so I got that and uh, I just watched like the X Games tape. And that was your first skate video, dude. Yeah, and it, it like. I got that one and Bones Brigade banned this. Oh, okay. And oh, nice. so, like, I mean, ban this now in hindsight is like yeah, classic, a classic and a game changer. So it was really cool <clears throat> to watch that. And like, I think that I was more stoked on. I was a little kid who, like I said, was horrible at everything. So I dreamed of like being good at something and like having attention. So you watch the X Games and there's like all these people and they're cheering and the dudes are killing their runs and like I was like I'm gonna do that. So I'd like go outside on my 25 cent board and I'd have like my cousin like rate me like hey, give me a score between one to 100. And I, I couldn't do any tricks. Bro. I was just, like, kicking the board around and shit like you know. Uh, but so that was my like first early skateboarding experience and then when the park got finished I would go there like my mom took me for the opening day and it was like the sickest thing like Dave was there like it was like popping and uh my grandma won the raffle, so I won a B-side board. Oh, what? And it was sick. A 145? Hey, awesome. Dude, it was like it was like a red yeah, graphic yeah. with yeah. like a... Yeah, dude, it was... Yeah, it was called 145. That was their, like, decks. It was, it yeah. was the shit. And I was just, like, so stoked. I was a little kid, and, like, uh, everyone was really cool to me. And everyone was at the same point. It yeah. wasn't like basketball or soccer or hockey or any of these Were they already, things. like, more advanced than you? People or? were good at it because they grew up doing it in their family, like... I was the only child my mom raised me, so I was like, I wasn't into sports. I didn't know about this shit. I didn't, so when I went to the skate park and everybody was learning how to push the first day, it was like, oh, this is a level playing field. Like, yeah, yeah totally. And all the older dudes were super cool, as opposed to, like, there's, there's still no other sport, basketball, anything, where the, the 40-year-old dude is chilling with the 10-year-old dude because yeah, the 10-year-old dude is good. There's nothing else except for skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it like really hard trying to think of something else, and I don't know anything else. Like, I mean, sure, I'm sure probably like scootering and rolling <laughs> and that shit. And, you know, like, but just because that's like uh, the same vibe of culture that like comes from what we well, do. Well, it's funny you say that because I remember like even when we were filming Piece of Time and like, you know, I'd bring like a girl over, like we'd go on a date or something and I'd have like 13-year-old stamina bear like on my couch and she's like, why are you hanging out with these like little kids? Yeah. Oh my like, God, they're good at skating. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. They'll so, be like, fine. We got some cereal in the cupboard. Don't mind them. So I would beg my mom, like, let's just go back, let's go back, because it was like, I lived a mile away from there, and she was like, I'm not going to leave you at the skate park alone, but like, after like a month, she realized that like, old man Curtis, and like, you know, Andy Rector, and all these dudes who were old, the older generation, like Tony Chuchulo, mm-hmm. Bernie, and like, all the, like the older dudes, they could look after me and almost take care of me better than if my mom could if something pops off yeah mm-hmm. so she realized really quick that i could go to the skate park and just be there and so i was like you know a 10 11 year old kid with a cell phone i would go through cell phones like candy bro i just lose those things people would steal them because i just leave them out like, you didn't they didn't do anything 
they said make calls back then. Yeah. So it'd be well, you could play bag. Snake on them. Snake was dope. <laughs> yeah. Like eventually, I got a phone with Snake. Yeah. Uh-huh, that yeah. Little Nokia brick. That's Leveling up. Well, yeah, I gotta say shout out Alexis because she's always been super supportive. Yeah, over Alexa. You. Oh, Alexa. Oh, sorry. No, Alexa. it's okay. It's a, it's a common uh, one. Over, uh, yeah, for you and just all of us through the years, you know. Going to contests and your mom's a hell of a hotel mom. Your mom's yeah. one of the good ones for yeah, sure. I always look dude. forward to seeing like her in the hails at like you know when we go to contest everywhere. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. I'd uh, I was a little older, so I'd like go sneak off and have some adult beverages with the parents. <laughs> 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 You're like Alexa, yeah, yo, where's where's my loss in that? Yeah. She was always about uh, always about just supporting me. Like, in, in anything that I wanted to do. If, yeah. Like, no matter what it was. And, like, she knew that I loved skating, obviously. And she saw that it was, like, a place that I was actually happy. So she was super down to just bring me and my friends, yeah, like, to contests and everywhere. And, like, we'd go all over the place. Like, she'd find out about contests I didn't even know about. She's like, yeah, there's this contest in Pennsylvania or wherever. Like, wow. a little Grom contest. And we'd go and we'd just meet random families and, like, she would have all this, like, little, her own little, like, mom connection, and I'd be homies skating with all, like, little Dustin Blavelt and Cody Davis and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. News Cody and, Davis like, is gnarly, dude. Yeah, all those, like, little contest dudes, and it was it was sick. It was fun. I was never, like, really great at contests as a kid, but it was just fun to, like, have those experiences and for my mom to be able to, like, just be super down to help support me. Yeah. So, real quick, I got to ask, when the hell was Tony Trujillo... At the Barry Skate Park. Tony Trujillo? No. Or is this diff- Tony different? Tony Trujillo. Okay. Trujillo. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. People people say that uh, often. I'll talk I'm like, about did, Tony did I miss Trujillo? you there? And they're like, Tony Trujillo? And I'm like, no, no, Tony Trujillo. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I was like, man, did I miss out on some sick demos? So, so I feel like you got really good, though. Like most kids around here, when talent, like, you know, that's like where you went to just fucking skate all day. Like, you'd be there all day just getting after it, right? So, like, Barry, for people that don't know Vermont that are watching this, like, you know, where I'm from in Barrie is here, and talent is up here. And it's like, you know, 45 minutes once you get to the freeway. It's like, you know, 10 minutes to the freeway, and then it's 45 minutes. And we have gnarly winter here. Lots of snow, everybody. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm, like, lucky if I get to go up, you know, th- on the weekend. We'd, we'd go, like, a day for sure on the weekend. But, like, during the week, my mom's working. There's no way I'm getting up to, up to talent. There was, when I was, like, maybe... Seventh or eighth grade, there was a kid named Robbie Salter, and him and his his homie Travis, they would go up on Wednesday nights for some reason. He had a truck, and if the weather wasn't bad, my mom would let me ride in the back of their truck because his mom like worked at the school, so she's like, "This guy's okay." Yeah. So I would randomly get these Wednesday night sessions, like me and Andy Rector would get in the back of this truck, but it was super rare, so. I didn't start going to talent, like, all the time until I was, like, maybe, you know, 16, 17. Oh, when I got, my got a car, yeah. yeah. Same here, but man. But before that, it was just, yeah, Barry, like, every day, all day long. I would bring my board to school. I had to, like, go through all this shit to let them bring, let me bring my board to school. I was going to ask you, yeah. I was, like, a weapon or something. Yeah. So I bring it, drop it in the principal's office in the meeting of the day. I'm like, cool, hold my, hold my board. Make sure no one fucks with it. That's great. Yeah, so totally. So place for it. Yep. And then uh, I grabbed it at the end of the day, and I'd walk out behind the school and go to the Barry Park, and it was... If we had a fat crew, man, it was oh, sick. Awesome. The golden years are just like, you know, there's always 10 dudes at the park, and it was really fun. Yeah. And it was just great times. Yeah, so at a certain point, you and Cookie became pretty thick, and uh, I feel like you guys fed off each other a lot because you were like the younger generation, you know. Um, yeah, talk a little bit about just like, you know, did you did you feel like you guys were in competition, or what was like? Dude, I met Cookie when we were kids, and... 
don't know if y'all remember when Cookie was a kid. Uh, he, I, and I don't know if it was. I don't know which which way happened. I think that he's pretty much just naturally talented, and his body didn't like. It looked like when he was a child like he was trying very hard to make his shit look really steezy. Like he would watch Colin and Marshall, and he was like trying to steeze his shit out and like wear his PJ pants. And I remember telling him as a kid, like, like we didn't get along when we were younger. I remember being like, if you maybe you just didn't try so hard to make it look so good, like, you'd land some tricks. Like, because he never landed anything. <laughs> but he just tried to, like, make it look all steezy. Or, like, because now, look at him. He has that style. Oh, so, yeah. So, I don't know if all that trying to be steezy turned into this natural steeze, or that was just his natural steeze shining through, and he just couldn't control it yet. Couldn't quite, yeah. Which, which is, I think, is probably how, which is probably the real case. Probably, and as a little yeah. kid who was probably just jealous, who had no style... I was like, bro, just fucking just land a trick, bro. Oh, you, so, dude, you, you, have, you have some unique <laughs> style, Jordan. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but so I fucking, we, we didn't really get along. I actually had, uh, me and my homies had a magazine in Barry. Uh, we, like, made a little skate mag. Oh, hell yeah. like the poser of the month one time. <laughs> oh, shit. The, the magazine is out Sorry, there. Sorry, Cook. No, and this isn't the first Heard time. Heard it like, first, okay. This, no, this was, this was like, a, like, we talked about this before and other things, but it was just a funny thing. And it was, it's funny because we became best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like we just, yeah, you know, we just didn't get along for the longest time, and then I don't know what happened. He saw me land a trick at Talent one time when I was a little kid. I was trying to do a kickflip no side down the steep hub of down five lanes, mm-hmm. and I locked in that front side with five zero, and oh, I didn't wow. even know I didn't know how to get out of it because I'm just this little kid. So I just like jumped, and I sex changed. My board stayed the same way, and I, and I landed it. And he was <laughs> standing up on the steep bank. And I looked around as a little kid, you know. Like, who saw it? Who saw it? Who was the kid who saw it? And he was like, yo, bro. And, like, and there there came to a point where, like, me and Cookie were the ones who were skating all the time and were progressing, like, like you know, like, let's play skate on the hip, like, you know. And so it's, it's, like, it's kind of just... Like organically, you two really, came yeah. together, and it you're did. like, "All right, we're you're around like, each other all the time, and on the same like, level." What are we so, fucking like? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like that one no neighbor point. that you yeah. have that it's like you don't really fuck with them, but it's like it's the only one to play with after school, so you just do. <laughs> and then eventually, after a couple of years, you become best buds. Yeah, you're like, "Yeah, like, this guy's you know, all right." Then, then teenage years happen, and it's like you know we're just like we both love Little Wayne, and like we're both just like experimenting with just like you know being wild teenagers and many different aspects of life you know would you guys would you guys like go for like little burn turns together like we all used to (laughs) back at town go back to the ben and jerry's factory i don't know if you know this uh like uh across from talent in the same parking lot like when you walk out of the door talent that dude across who had all the cars behind his yeah i don't know if it was a car dealership it's like a workshop right there yeah behind that place there was an old short bus a little school bus Oh, what? And it was there for like years. It was like broken down or something. And it was unlocked. And I don't know who found it, but like that was the spot in the winter because we were kids and we didn't have cars. So we were like, you know, 15. Mm. And when we first started smoking weed, we were like 16. And it was like, we had nowhere to go. So we're going to go out and, and go in this bus, sneak across behind and go in this bus and claim the bus. And it was like, so yeah, we were like, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty just perfect. hectic little kids. Like, yeah. And it's not even like, that's not even like that hectic, but yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. Cookies, Cookies got 
big prior obligations right now, sponsor-wise, so I'll leave any serious storytelling to him. <laughs> stories of me and Cookie. But yeah, like, you know, we're, we're kids, like, having, having a lot of fun, and we grew up together, and we were, we were on the same tip of, like, let's get clips, let's move to California, let's, let's make this you happen. You guys were super motivated. We're, we're, like, I'd spend the night at his house, and we'd just watch skate videos, and, like, he'd come to my house, and then we'd go to Barry and, like, just, like, try to skate street. Like, my mom got me a camera, and it was just... We were both very motivated, and... And we were feeding off each other's energy and just trying to grow. And like we just wanted to learn every trick. I remember do down something bigger. Running into spot. you guys even out at like Montpelier when you were filming this year with Danny Hopkins. Yeah. And I actually like went out and filmed a couple clips with you guys. But yeah. I was just like, dude, this is like the younger generation, like these younger dudes. Are super motivated and they're yeah, out here yeah, doing their true. own thing Danny, and that's the next thing i was gonna say is like so d hops danny shout out um be- basically became like your filmer in the younger years right for sure you know and he made a few videos yeah yeah shout out danny hopkins for sure he was yeah, like dude. he was just uh like he went to school with cookie and all the dudes up here and he was just always at talent and he had a camera and he was down and he was he's always like you can look back at like his old videos like this year that we made when we were teenagers and he never cut anyone off. The angles were always good. Like, he is just a naturally talented he's, filmer. Yeah. He is, yeah. And it's really cool. And he's still now, like, he works in, like, you know, videography. Yeah, like, he's a red driven. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. it's sick to see him, like, see how he's grown. But, yeah, he was the dude when me and Cookie were 15. He took me and Cookie's footage that we had, and he entered it in this contest where... Uh, you send in all your footy, and P-Rod's going to go through all the tapes and pick a team, handpick a team. Oh, no Yeah, shit. this was the first Mountain Dew shit. Yeah, and we didn't, me and Cookie didn't even know he had entered this contest. This was just something he did as a filmer, like, oh, yeah. I'm going to take my footage and enter it in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I showed up at Talent one day, and everyone's tripping out. They're like, yo, you and Cookie are on the Mountain Dew. Like, you guys got on. And I was like, what do you mean, Mountain Dew? <laughs> You're you know, like, yeah. Talking I, about Mountain Dew? Like, I'm I, drinking I'm drinking the water right yeah, now. Sure, I'll take a Mountain Dew or whatever. Sure talking about. They're like, yeah, you won this contest. P-Rod picked your video. Blah, blah. Oh, shit. And, like, that like, like, he was called, like, Amforce back then. Yeah, it was Amforce. And no he had 20 dudes from across the country. And it was, like, Tom Rohr and, like, Julio Oliveira Theotis Yeah, Theotis Beasley Carlos Dude, it was a, it was a sick-ass squad And oh, I was shit. like This is crazy I don't know how this happened Well, it was sick Because I don't know How much longer after that it was But I started, you know Doing some freelance stuff For Mountain Dew And they sent us down to Tampa A few years You know, and it was Yeah, we had like Yeah, the whole squad down there Those were some good-ass times Dude, it, uh, like It just went from like We had no sponsors To like Now We get like, you know 500 bucks a year or something. And like, <laughs> yeah. it was like they gave us like a check for 500 bucks to help us with to do travel stuff and then yeah. like we'd do one Mountain Dew thing a year and it was like we'd all get together and go on this trip and like P-Rod would be It's so like all 20 of the, the yeah. dudes that got picked. And like a team yeah. would be shooting the photos and I just remember like tripping out. I was like this is insane that we just like got thrown into this and that was like the first thing that really me and Cookie got put on that was like I think put us on a real path that we were like, oh my, man, we can do this. That's the way I've always thought. It's attainable, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's when uh, Zach Hibbs was running that whole program, right? Yeah, Him so and Doug Clark. Turns out that Mountain Dew, their marketing goes to Fuse Marketing, yep. which is a brand out of Vermont. Yeah, oh, is it really? Yeah. That's, so, what, oh, that's what I end up working for. So you can yeah. go to Fuse Marketing in Vermont and like that's where all of Mountain Dew's marketing is, is from. I had no their, idea. Their yeah, sports right? stuff. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! And that's how we ended up getting on. We found out years later in Dubai. Me and Cookie are sitting there with Pirod, and we're just like, "This is crazy, bro!" Like, 
we're in Dubai right now, chilling with P-Rock. Like, you know, Paul's the homie now. Like, like a super good friend. And, and it's just, it's so crazy. And I'm, and I'm sitting there, rem- like, just thinking that. And I'm like, this is crazy, bro. Like, Paul, like, you have no idea. Like, thank you, bro. It, like, isn't P-Rock the one who gave you the nickname Max Hammers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh-huh. shit, dude. That's awesome. No, no, he's not. I'll, I'll tell that story in a second. Uh, Very fucking, fitting name. But so I, me and Cookie thank Paul. We're like, bro, have you never picked our footage and, and to be a part of this? Like, we'd never be in Dubai right now. I never would have seen half of the world. Like, all the stuff. Like, a lot of it's because of you. Like, thank you so much, dog. And he's like, man, you know, I really don't. I, I love it. As much as I want to take credit for that, and I, I love you guys, I. I never saw that footage. <laughs> He's like, I had a team that did this guy, all that. I never saw any of that. This guy was barely even a part of any of that shit. And I was really just like, they just used it, it was such hey, a funny Honest thing. guy. It, it was super cool of him to tell me, but it was like, you know, for years that fueled us. Me and Cookie, like, yo, P-Rod watched our footy. He thought it was dope. We would do this again, you know? Yeah. And here's, I'm we, traveling we with him. We got like, this, he dude. Knows, he knows my clips. He's seen my footy. Like, oh, yeah. No. Hey, no, and he's a boss. So perfect case in point. All sometimes <laughs> anybody needs is that little ego boost, that little confidence booster to like believe up. in yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, obviously, it's like you had that growing up with like your mom. She must have really believed in you, or like yeah. you said, she just saw that this made you happy and like it was a yeah. good path for Dad's you. You know, Tony Chuchulo. He was the first dude who ever believed in me, like outside of my mom. Who, like the first dude to ever tell me, like, and he worked for Ford. Him and Old Man Curtis and Bernie. So they'd travel around. He'd pull up to the skate park in this Ford truck. It's all, like, kitted out that goes to these big sports events. And I thought yeah. he was just, like, a god, you know? Like, this dude who, like, really does shit. That's the big And he homie. would chill with Tony Trujillo and, like, all, like, the dudes. Because he'd be at these events running stuff. Like, when people would win Ford trucks in those big contests, like, they were the dudes who were giving them. Right. So cool. he would see people. Like, he, he saw the industry, and he would tell me when he'd come back to town and we'd be skating, he'd be like, you got it, kid. He's like, you can do this. He's like, I... And it would, like, shake me. I'd be like, bro, like, someone who knows the industry, not just, like, a family or a friend, like, oh, you're, you're good or whatever. Someone who actually knows what's going on is, like, gave me this motivation. So I was like, yeah. that's, that's fucking... That's dope to have someone tell me like that. Oh, yeah. So that was, like, the first dude who, like, ever... And so, yeah, for anyone out there, like, you know, just any kind of inspiration, it really, like, use that. You Like, you know, if someone tells you some shit like that, use that to feel you because it can take you a very far place. And, I, and it yeah. might not even be a real piece of thing, like the thing with P-Rod. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Or even if it doesn't take you to that place, I'll still never forget skating a contest down in Rye. Um, you know, with Dave yeah, Baczynski, and I think Manny might have been there. Yeah, yeah. And I did a nollie back heel over the hip, and one of the talent scouts that was, like, watching the warm-ups just like got out of his chair and was like that's the real shit right there you know and it's like you know nothing on dave but like he wasn't doing that for the other guys you know he did that for me and it's like sure i never made it pro but now as an adult like i still have that memory that i can cherish and hold on to yeah. to let me know like that's cool. it's a real thing you know right. so yeah let's jump around a little bit here so you got on silent and uh, we had Wida on. I don't know if you saw that episode, but that was a sick one. He talks yeah. a little bit about the whole silent process, but what was that What was that like for you? Like, how did that all go down? All right, right before I jump into that, I'm just going to close the loop because I'll <laughs> right. forget about it. Max Hammers came from fucking Greco. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I was at that, speaking of Wida, we were living at the silent house, and Wida came home, and he fucking, 
I was chilling there. I don't even know what I was doing, but he's like, yo, I was just at Griffith Park. You're never going to believe this. He's like, uh, Reynolds and Greco and P-Rod and all these dudes are at Griffith Park and they're watching you park. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, they watched it like five times. Yeah, and I was the, like, the old Warco part? Yeah, my welcome to yeah, Warco Yeah, dude, that shit was heavy, out. dude. And it was like, I, I had been filming it for seven years. Yeah, it that was, was like a, it yeah. was all Wasn't my that footage. like an eight-minute part or something? Yeah, it was all <laughs> my footage from age, you know, 17, the best clips from 17 to, to 23. It, 22. Like, this it was, show, dude. It was all heavy. My, my, like, best shit. Or like, 18 to maybe, like, 21 or something. But it was, it was a lot of years of footage, and it was like, you know, it's probably still one of my, my better parts, but... Wade told me, he's like, yo, they're watching it, and Greco was calling you Max Hammers. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's really cool. I was like, that nickname is fucking weird as shit. I was like, but no, anyway. Fake. No, it's like so, perfect, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. other people like it. I was never really a huge fan, but I thought it was super cool, and at the time, I was like, I'm trying to get on, uh, I'm trying to get on Baker. Yeah. I was like, that was my dream. I was like, I've, I want to be part of Baker. That's the shit. And if Reynolds saw it and Greco was there and they're stoked on it and they're watching it, like, have it I skated a Theo board like in that park for a couple of things. I was like, maybe, maybe I'll see that shit. That's when you like, you grab your Theo board, you I'm run down to the I skate grow. park, you start ripping. But like nothing ever came of it. Yeah. And then uh, a few years later, maybe like two years later, I did the Nolly Tray 50 at the barracks. Oh, and yeah. I was riding away and... P Rod was there. That was at in the that bottom. like Maxim Overdriver. Yeah. That's what it's called, yeah. And Paul was there and he came up and high fives me and he's like, Max Hammers. And that made the edit or something. Yeah. So that is when people knew the nickname and like a bunch of people started saying it after that. Yeah, that was a fucked up barracks part because, you know, say what you want about indoor park footage, but you could tell you put some work into it. I remember you had like, there was a little pole jam off the set and you did like a pole jam backside flip down yeah. the set. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. the barracks is the shit, man. And still to this day, like people that come into town that have never been there, it's like yeah. I, I bring people there all the time that have never been. Like I, you can see it in their face. Like it's it's cool to go in that. Place. Yeah, like, first you, time you I went. You can talk shit on it, but I don't know why you would. Like first time I went. Oh, place looks incredible, man. For sure. Was, I rolled up with you and Colin and a couple other people. Yeah, so that, that fun, was fun, dude. And yeah, like when we moved out there, Cookie, like we couldn't get into the barracks at all, and then Cookie threw Mighty Healthy because they were doing things with the barracks, got invited to film some stuff for Mighty Healthy with the barracks at the old, old barracks. Mm -hmm. So we started skating there, and I skated at that barracks, and when they switched at the new barracks for like a year, just on random sessions, or maybe two years, before Chase ever said anything to me. Oh, wow. Chase is like, he's the man, he's the homie, but he's also just like, he's not, he doesn't, like, he's got so much going on, he's filmed so much shit that... He's not, like, fucking with everyone that comes in. He's there. not chasing shit. And he and sees so many shit. incredible, talented exactly. athletes come in there, man. Yeah, so I was, like, honored when the time came when he's like, hey, let's film some shit. And, like, he, like, posted a photo of me on his Instagram, and I was like, another, like, just boost of confidence. Like, yeah. oh, shit, this is really cool. Yeah. And, like, Barra was telling me forever. He's like, my name was never ending spliff on Instagram, and Barra doesn't like weed. And he's like, bro, he's like, just change your Instagram name. He's like, you got to change it. You can't have weed. Just change it to something else. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And eventually, he's like, if you change it, I'll put you on. He's like, change it to anything but Never Ending Spliff, and I'm going to put you on. He's like, I'll give you a full part on the barracks. Like, we'll do a whole maximum week, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, call this bluff. Change it to Never Ending Steve. <laughs> 
<laughs> my middle name That's uh, great. I have two middle names is Steve and Alan but I just changed it to Never Ending Steve to, oh, to, cool, to troll Steve yeah, yeah before yeah. trolling was even a thing I was just like and I thought it was hilarious and when I went to the barracks like the next day I got like a standing ovation from everyone in the office they all fucking loved it because you know that's their boss and I was clowning on him so they thought it was funny but and and luckily, Barrett thought it was funny too. And it worked. And it worked and out so for he, you. And so he hooked it up in a van. And like, it took a bunch of people a long time to notice because they don't see the name change at the end. It still looked never ending with an S. Like, right. It looked like Spliff. Right. Only if you look and notice. And I'd sent, I sent him a, the first photo I posted once I changed it was me sitting there on the couch with, a, with my eyes like so red. And it said, <laughs> How's this, Steve? <laughs> Hell yeah. And I tagged him. And he thought it was hilarious. And he, is that he photo on. still on your Instagram? No, it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> but you're back. You're back to Never Ending Spliff now, right? That's like my side page. It's like where my all my music lives. Oh, I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's go back a little bit. Talk about how because yeah, Silent, Silent was like House, your first sure. real board sponsor, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like a MySpace company at first, right? Or Dude, Cookie got found or Cookie found Silent on MySpace, just like sponsor searching. You know, back in the day, you could just, like, search for skateboard brand and, like, see all these small skateboard brands that were making MySpace pages. Oh, shit. I mean, you can do it now with Instagram. Find a small... Inst- go out the... Yeah, bro. If you're trying to get sponsored, go find a small skateboard brand on Instagram and just send them clips because you can probably get on a small brand. They're trying to reach out and, and build. That is obtainable to, to branch out before you go send your stuff to this huge company mm-hmm. that's never going to see your DM. But, so anyway, that's... Because that's how Cookie made it happen for me and Cookie and all the homies. Cookie found this company on MySpace. Yeah. Just searching. And sent him his footage. And the dude, he got a reply from this dude, Paul Wilson. And Paul was like, yeah, I want to fly you to California and stay at my house for a week. And I'll take you to this contest. And all of us were like... Alert, alert, alert. (laughs) I got candy. I got puppy dogs. I got balloons, dude. I was like, um, this is like a 50-year-old dude. I was like, it's replying to you. His picture didn't look, it looked kind of sus. I was like, I don't know about this, bro. But he was willing to pay for the flight and pay for Cookie's dad to go. So. Oh, that's legit. If Mike's going to be there, it's probably legit. So we were all like stoked for Cookie. Like he's going to Cali. And he went to the the contest and like, I don't know if he won or, like, but he, like, he got some money and, like, he killed it. And there was footage of him skating in California, you know, we're all in Vermont, and, like, damn, this is dope. So, yeah. obviously, I'm sending my shit to them, too. Hey, I'm Cookie's best friend. <laughs> Check out my footage. Yeah. You know, and, like, uh, that was how I got on silent, and that was how Witta, like, hey, I shoot photos of these dudes. I got, I can shoot photos of both your team riders. And it was, like, Witta was the older dude. So, when it came time, when I turned 18, I was about to move to San Francisco with my girl. Because I went there one time with Colin. My mom made Colin my legal guardian so I could travel. Really? Went to Frisco. Oh, stayed shit. at... Uh, where the fuck did we... Dude, we stayed at... at Luke's? Dude, uh, no, we didn't stay at Luke's house. We stayed at Burroughs. Oh, word. Burroughs and Bears, Pat. Yep. And I was 15. And it was the best time ever. We bombed hills and like I drank my first 40. That was in the mission or where was yeah. it? Yeah. It was the best. Kyle had just done the nose guy nollie flip and he was living on that that <laughs> and it was what like, the one around the curved ledge no the no. three up three down okay yeah 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 yeah. but so yeah like I went to Frisco and I was like that's where I'm going so me and my girl I was just graduated I'm going to Frisco and uh, Paul told me he's like yo I'm gonna get a house for silent skateboards and if you and Witta come to the house you guys can live here rent free oh, wow. instead of San Francisco 
Because yeah. I told him, I'm moving to Cali. I'll be in Cali. I'll be I'll just be up in Frisco. We that was the La Casenta house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, come. And fucking, they got us this nice-ass house. Like a, a house. Like, in up in the, like up in the hills and shit. Right. Usually <laughs> when you move out of your mom's house, you move out of, of like a nice house and you go to some shitty apartment some with sh- the boys and it's just like, it's dope because it's your own place, but it's nothing nice. It's a shoebox. It's got no windows. We had a very nice transition from mom's house to our own house. Yeah. And... It was just, it was, it was crazy. Like we moved out there and we didn't know anybody. Like me and Woody didn't know anybody. They just built the Carl's Jr. Park and we would drive like 30 minutes every day to go skate the plaza because it was the first plaza they had ever built. Yep. And we just like yep. meet homies randomly and met this dude uh, who sold mushrooms. And that was like, I like buy mushrooms from him for a while. And it turned out he was this dude fucking Brendan Klein who is not like you know a lot of people if you're a skateboarder like a like you know a lot of knowledge about skateboarding Brendan Klein is a huge photographer and he's shot forever like he's shot Costin and like all kinds of legends and he's the team manager of Jess Up now but I just know him as I still have him in my phone as Mushy <laughs> and he was my mushroom hookup and one day I was looking at the photos and I was like wait are you Brendan Klein? And he's like, yeah, dude. And it just turned out like that was the shit. But like, so that was how we would meet people, just like super organically. And we just met a bunch of people and we stayed at this house and we just partied and we were just young and just, we were there for, I think a little over a year, maybe a year and a half. And Paul was like, I can't afford this house in this nice area anymore. So he moved us to uh, Echo Park. Yeah, that's the house I went to. To the silent house. And that was your normal, you know, my apartment in your apartment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the block is hot, doggy. Bro, like, yeah. <laughs> Diamond Street gang was, was no joke, bro. Would, you'd come out to your car, and there'd be 10 dudes sitting on your car, and, like, you pull up with a chick, and they would all be barking at her. Yeah. And well, and so nothing you can and do so about they were it. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, you feel like, you never feel like such a bitch. You know, you think you're a big old man, and someone's barking at my chick? No, what? No. Walk up that block and do it. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. so they it was diamond, like the Diamond Street Gang or whatever, and you yeah. were like hooked up by Diamond, or you were like getting diamonds. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So I skated for Diamond, and uh, like after a while, they realized that we were skaters, and we weren't just some random white boys coming on the block. They were like, we didn't fuck with the police either, and we were partying. Yeah. So they were like, oh, these guys are cool. Yeah. And uh, Tom Roar and a couple homies. Like, it's a long story, but long story short, they ended up getting called on by, like, the boss from the Diamond Street gang to go skate a birthday party for the boss's kids. And they, like, went to the mansion and skated this party, and we were good forever after that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, For sure. And so you would, like, sell them diamond gear. So I'd sell them diamond clothes. They love it. Like, I have all these diamond fucking clothes. I'd go to the warehouse, and I'd just grab a bunch of extra, like, 2XLs. (laughs) 2XLs, yeah. And, bro, the whole street would be rocking fresh diamond gear. They love it because they're diamond gang, and they just had the fresh diamond shit. But, like, it, it was cool. Cool. Like they're homies. Funny. I still fuck with uh, my one dog Frank. Like, I still yeah. see him. I like I see him every once in a while. I definitely met Frank when I was out there. Good dude. Yeah. Like, super good guy. Um, that's hilarious. So yeah, you lived out there, and at the time it was what you with a cookie. I mean that house was like always kind of a rotating door, but um, dude, at one point it was me, Cookie, Tom Roar, James Buckman, Pat Rumney, the homie Todd, rest in peace, Cody Hale. Uh, my my girl, Cookie's girl, all in like a three and bedroom. And like fucking, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like another like one or two homies in a three bedroom. There'd yeah. be people straight up like Lamar Hemmings would be sleeping on the stairs. Yeah, he'd wake up and he'd be on the stairs. One time I woke up and Lamar was on the stairs with, I would buy those like, 
frozen mashed potatoes that were like all like grinded up because I was about living off frozen food. Yeah. Having in the freezer. He came home all drunk one night. Didn't even warm the shit. It was just there's a bite taken out of the frozen potato. He just passed it on the stairs. <laughs> but like yeah, so that was skate house was life say, to the like, fullest in the smallest place. We were rage. Every well, that time house had that birthday. sick roof that you'd go out with us like window and go up mm-hmm. to the roof and it overlooked all of downtown Dude, LA. The best would just be up there and be like, we're gonna go skate in there right now. And we'd just like, all, like everyone would just go in there and fucking. I remember being rage. up there and like Josh Sierra trying to like battle rap me and shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't remember Josh rapping. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to shut this down. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was him. But, uh, yeah, that, that house was sick. Shout out Josh, dude. Yeah, no great, doubt. Um, great style. So, yeah, so we were on silent for a while. We, I know we talked a little bit on Winter's episode. We did that, like, uh, that tour all over the East Coast. Yeah, that was, that was sick. Good-ass time. Mm-hmm. Went to, like, a lot of people. Seven or eight cities, and all of us packed in a van. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Um, and so then at a certain point, silent kind of fizzles out, and was the next board company you got on Warco? Yeah, yep. yeah, I think so for and, sure. And that's so Warco ended up turning you pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was, I was like fucked. I was like, dude, I spent so long filming this part with Buckman, and like we butted heads at every, every aspect of life. We did not get along, and like I worked so hard to like live through filming with this dude, and he had all my footage on his computer. So I would have to, like, suck up to him. It was, like, before, back in the days where it was, like, I didn't have a laptop. I didn't have... And he had power over that shit. And he would delete clips on your ass. Dude, you get a clip. That sucks. And then later in the day, he'd be, like, you don't do... You don't do this for me or whatever. Like, you I'm didn't do the that, dishes, I'm bro. that clip. And he would. And you'd never see the clip again. That's lame, man. And bro. <laughs> That's oh rough, God, dude. Man, I, love, I love Buckman now. We're, we're adults. But, like, yeah, yeah. You know, just shit like that was, like... All right, bro, like... So I, I work really hard to have all this footage that I filmed, and uh, Silent goes out of business. And Buckman's making his own video. And that was going to be cool, but I was like, I need to put this footage out. I need to do something. And Ira, I met, that's how I met Ira. Ira was filmed, well, he was the team manager for Warco. Yeah. And I was friends with, like, Shout Daniel. out, Ira. Ira's the man. Yeah, Ira Ingram is, yeah. like, he's, like, a... He's like a father figure to me, straight yeah. up. But so Daniel Knapp, who I was homies with, and Norman Woods, they were like, bro, we could get you on we could get you on Warco if you want. I was like, really? That'd be dope. And they were like, we'll buy all the footage from Buckman. And I was like, that's the only way we to get it. Yeah. So they gave Buckman, I don't know how much money, but they bought the footage from Buckman and they're like, Good let's, on let's put it out. And so me and Ira sat down and we edited all this footage for days. And we came out with the part. And then all the leftover footage ended up being my spliff mode part. Oh, hell yeah. And the split mode video was like, got like a cult following. And people yeah. still love the split mode yeah, video. Yeah, that shit is dope, dude. And it's crazy because that was literally just all like the stuff that didn't make the cut. And it ended up being stuff that like, I look back at now and I'm like, oh, I'm glad that this but ended up being a It's part like the tilt cool. mode videos back in the day, dude. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever grew up watching those. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Warco turned you pro. What was that process like? Uh, they wanted to turn me pro when I got on with that part. Yeah, and I was like, no, I can't do that. I was like, I'm nobody. Like I, like, I was very proud of the part, and there were things in the part that I knew, like you know, like NBDs and like big things that I knew professional should put me on that path. But I was like, I've never had an interview before. This is my first real part. I like it, you know. I don't have any legit sponsors. I was like, I can't just go pro. Yeah. And so I, I was like, no, we can't. And 
they like every year they would kind of be like let's let's do it let's turn and pro. somewhere along this these lines Colin got on too yeah dude when like War, once I got on Warco like uh, like the team was so dope and they needed pros mm-hmm. and I was like dog I know who's pro and and everyone knew Colin that was on the team they're like yeah of course and it was like this dude deserves to turn pro and this is a time where we can do it and Colin gave so much to me in the sense of when I was a little kid, I would sit there and I would film Colin. And he didn't know me. And I would film him <laughs> kill talent. And I'd go home and I'd watch all that shit. Watch the footage. And I'd learn yeah. how to do the tricks. And yeah. like and he called me out on it one time. And I thought it was hilarious. And I was like I was like, yo, let's film a trick. Like when I would finally get the nerve talk on and he goes, Why? So you can go home and watch it and learn how to do it? <laughs> and I was like, Damn, bro. It was like the meanest thing Colin ever said to me, because he's not that dude. But he fired at me for that one second and I was like, Oh damn, you know what I'm doing, huh? Like so but like, we were all inspired by dumb. Colin. Yeah, I just happened to have a video camera and could go home and watch him do it over and over and figure out how to do like It's a pretty good blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> so I was like, you know, uh, like more than excited to be able to give him the board that he's always deserved. And yeah, yeah, because you were kind of like, it only makes sense to turn Colin pro, and then then I'll talk about it. I mean, even last night we were skating talent. We could throw some clips in, um, but like you know, he skates once a month, if that, and is still just so ridiculously good. Dude, <laughs> never. It's it's not gonna ever stop. I was I was tripping out last night watching him skating. And every time, every time I've ever watched him skate, I trip out. Yeah, and so the who first does. time ever, and like he was like thirteen, doing no slide and ollie flips, trying them, and I was like, dude, why don't you just try like an easier trick that you're gonna land? <laughs> I'm like old school skater, like five O's, bro, yeah, crooked yeah, yeah. grinds, you know. Like what I was telling Cookie, and then yeah, oh, and then man. and then he fucking did it like ten tries later, and I was like, whoa, it, like shushed me. I was like, dude, like. Wait a minute, like, yeah, this dude's up. on a different level, Clint. So, what year was it that you actually turned pro? I turned pro when I was 23. And how old are you now? Right? I want to say I was 23. That, or I was 25. How old are you now? I'm 32. Let's. I think I was 25. I think okay. the Welcome to Warco part came out when I was 23. Yeah. And the oldest clip in there, I remember, was six years old at the time. Oh, damn. That was the math I was trying to figure out before. But then, so... For two years, I was like, no, we can't go pro. But then we filmed Sun Machine, mm-hmm. and the video was insane. Like, yeah. Ira did such an amazing job with the video. And Colin, that was when we were going to turn Colin pro, and we were going to turn Daniel pro. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's all go pro. Like, we'll have this sick little team. We'll, we'll all go pro. We'll have boards to sell. And, dude, Warco was on a path. We were going to yeah, do it. We were going to do it really stacked, right. Yeah, sure. it was. All the boards sold out like that. I couldn't believe it. Like, and shops were calling and emailing. They wanted more and they wanted more and they wanted more. And like, you know, I'm not gonna say any names without anyone under the bus. But you know, the money from fucking Warco, where the boards was coming from, was getting used to pay other bills, and they were going other places. Yeah. And then it's pretty typical. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of businesses, even bigger corporations, will do that. Bro, and it's like if they had taken, you know, the 40 grand that they made off the boards and put it back in to more boards and and yeah and put them in the shops we would have kept selling out we could have done another t- a tour with the video premiering it and yeah. filming and doing like we we could have really done it like Warco could be some shit right now yeah still. It could. and I believed in it and it was still to this day some of the best times I ever had that team was so dope we traveled all the time we were like a real family yeah and it was like after that video I thought we were gonna really do it but it just fizzled out because 
the people who were in charge of the money took the money and didn't use it wisely and it, it came down to like you know me and Norman like, like give us what you owe us or give us all the product yeah we'll sell it ourselves like, yeah it was it, get, it got gnarly bro and like you know Ira left he's like you can't do this and Things got gnarly at Warco. It got real gangster for a second. But we <laughs> You're like, like, yo, yeah. we living on Diamond Street, man. Bro, no, but, like, it was just, I don't know, it was, it was stupid stuff, and, you know, like, it could have all been avoided, and every, everyone's everyone's over it now, but that's where, that, that was how that all fizzled out. And after, after that shit, I was just, like, I was pretty much... Traps, you want to, yeah. After Warco, I just pretty much, uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, and fucking... That was when uh, Mystery came along, I think. No shit. Yep. So how long was it after Warco before Mystery happened for you? Fuck. Um, like, how long were you sweating? Just no, I, like, I, I was never like, it was never even like that. I think there was just a... Uh, Did you ever feel like, like, shit, maybe this isn't going to work out for me. I might have to actually, like, move back to Vermont or, like, get a, a normal job just to, like, pay my rent and shit, you I know? I think at that point, I was pretty, like... St- Felt pretty secure. Like, I was very stoked on, like, you know, how the Sun Machine video came out. Yep. And, like, Mountain Dew was taking... Now that I was pro, you had Mountain a, Dew was taking care of me. And you had a... Oh, okay, cool. Cool. So, cool. Like, yeah, so you weren't I, left I completely good. high and dry. Yeah, I was completely yeah. chill. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that if I didn't get on another board company soon, that my Mountain Dew pro contract was in jeopardy. Yeah, because yeah. that's, like, really what it's about. Like, sponsors, once you have, like, a legit board company, that's when, you know, right. you can use that to leverage with other sponsors. And I was lucky, and, like, you know, I was lucky that Warco, that we had made it legit enough where Mountain Dew looked at it as a brand that mm-hmm. turned me pro and not just, like, some small brand, like, it didn't count. Like, and they, they got behind it, too. Like, yeah, Jordan's pro. And, like, that was really cool of them. So I, I just knew I needed to do something. And, uh... My homie Schmatty skated for Mystery. Oh, no shit. Yeah, Schmatty's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah, he's ripping. He just did the fakey hard flip fakey manual on the, dude, the oh, courthouse uh, so stage. Fun, yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, oh, yeah, but so he, like, uh, I, like, asked him what was up with it, and he's like, yeah, hit up Sierra Fellers. And, like, I didn't really know Sierra that well. Like, we passed, like, you know, crossed paths a few times in skating. Yeah. And uh, I just hit him up, and... I sent him footage and speaking of people who are ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Shout out Sierra. That's the homie. Sierra's the man. He's yeah. a different level. It was and funny because when we were at Tampa Pro what, a couple of years ago, I hadn't seen him in at least ten years, maybe longer. And I had filmed some clips of him at a Tampa Am. And I roll up, you guys were sitting on the porch, and I just remember he was like What's up, man? You look familiar. I'm like, Travis, he's like, oh, yeah, you filmed me do this trick, this trick, this trick. I'm like, what? How the fuck do you remember that? Like, that was how do you, 15 years ago. Dude. How do you remember <laughs> all the tricks you've done, bro? <laughs> yeah, he's, dude, he's, I mean, I was saying the other day, he's literally, him and Tony Tave, like, were the first dudes to ever, like, bend their legs like that with the sweet Switch heel. Heel, yeah. And, like, it's emulated to this day. Everyone will try to still do that. And a lot of people, kids, literally have no idea that it even came from him. Yeah. But, like, people that know, know. Mm-hmm. It's like, but yeah, so he's... Yeah, Sierra's nasty, because like, didn't he uh, win, like, he won a Tampa Am, and he won, like, best trick, I think, like, maybe even the same year. Like, he was just... I, I, I know he won Tampa Am, but I'm not sure about the best trick part. I'm not saying he didn't, but yeah. I don't... I, that's not I just thought he could do nolly heel flip blunt slides, which I, is I, like, I, dude, how the yeah. fuck do you whip a nolly heel flip over... I'm pretty I remember sure seeing he won shit, Tampa like, the first year I ever went. 
I would say. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's an amazing skateboarder. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we're bouncing around here a bit, but you, so at some point... Oh, no, yeah, so I got on... I got, that's how I met Sierra, because yeah. I got on Mystery. Mm-hmm. And when I got on Mystery, I was kind of hoping that, like, you know, I came from Warco where we traveled and we were all family. I thought it was going to be kind of the same thing, and it just wasn't. So I was on Mystery for a year, and... Like, I'm a colorful person. I like, you know, I've been, like, literally just like color colors. Yeah, but and all their Mr. graphics are, black like, black and white. And, yeah. and I got them to do their first ever color boards. Oh, shit. And we did that Dr. Seuss graphic series. Oh, yeah. And uh, it killed it. I think it was, like, one of their best-selling graphics ever. Yeah, it was, like... Yeah, they're, like, yeah. ah, maybe we should, like, I use this thing like called color, dude. Yeah, like, totally. Uh, was it, like, Green Eggs and Maxim or yeah, something Yeah, that was, like, like Green Eggs and Maxim board. Yeah. Um, and, like... I, I designed it around uh, Schmatty because I was like, let's do a Schmatt in the hat board. It'll be sick. Schmatty's oh, hat and all his chains and shit. Like, it'll, it'll be dope. And I was like, oh my God, Green Eggs and Max Ham. I was like, yo, let's do a whole series. And they were down. They're like, let's do it. This is cool. So I designed the art for it, like a mock up, and like sent it off. And I can't remember who did the art. I wish I could shout them out because they killed it. Uh, but yeah, they did the art. And dude, I want to say. I don't know. I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to give some of the wrong credit. But it was, the art came out dope. And uh, so I was only on there for a year. And that was like the last graphics that came out was those ones. And I went to Blind. Yeah. Because my homie Eric Clavel that I was filming with all the time, he was... Legend. He, he's, he's the man. He like, this random dude just moved to L.A. and he was living in his car. And I'd call him up. In like you know like eight in the morning, we're like hey, what's up? You trying to skate? He's like, yeah, I'll be there soon. I'm out an hour away in Santa Clarita. I'm like, oh, what are you doing out there? Like, you meet a chick or something? And he's like, he's like no, just looking for spots to bring you to. And I was like, all right. And he'd come film me, and we'd get clips. And before I could get home at the end of the day, he would have the link in my email with the clip. Wow. And and I know like as a filmer, that can be really obnoxious. So someone who's that on it to like Bro. send it off because it's Jeez. like you know half the time the man. you get home from a day of filming like all you want to do is chill like eat sit on the couch whatever but yeah, yeah you got to load the clips and all that but to to be that ambitious yeah and to be on it you know that's mm-hmm. it motivates kids for sure yeah you know? so doing stuff like that got him to the place uh, that he was about to be the team manager for all the brands that dwindle. Oh, holy shit. So he was the Which team manager. Which is like World Industries. Yeah, it's... Or Blind. Darkstar, Blind, Almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. And Welcome. Oh, yeah. Maybe something else, but I don't think so. I think it's just those four. And, uh... Oh, and Enjoy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, enjoy. yeah. And Eric was going to be the team manager for all these companies. And that was my filmer. So they were stealing my dude. Yeah. I was like, we were getting shit done. Like, we'd go out and we'd get two clips a day. Like, every day. And filming with Eric, I ended up in 2019, I put out three parts Holy that year because shit. we were just getting shit what, done. What parts uh, are they? I don't even know. I think, like, maybe a Dummy Wheels part, a Grizzly part, um, and, uh, and a Barcelona part, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And then the Barca part, you were, like, around that time, you were starting to kind of skate a bunch of, like, different, like, you were doing a lot of pop-out on rail stuff and, like, skating, like, rails that landed into stairs, right? Like, right about I mean, by that. the time we went to Barcelona, I think that was probably my forte a little bit more. Yeah. But. You can only jump for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so, but anyway, Eric fucking, he got this job, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just go skate with you guys every day. And he was working on this project with the blind dudes. So I was just out with the squad every day. 
and I hit up Weiss one day, and he's like, I'll give you a board right now. He's like, I'll put your name on a board, and you'll be a part of the team. And I was like, really? And, bl- uh, and Blind, for people who don't know, is like one of the biggest companies since forever. Like, OG, OG skate company. Their history is so deep and, like, so amazing. And, like, I was like, to have my name on a blind board, like, and they had just started bringing the Reaper back. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, yeah. bro, my name's gonna be on some Reapers. Like, yeah. this is crazy, oh, yeah. bro. And I still even now thinking about it. And you guys have I an used awesome to always team buy right the Krieger, now too. The Krieger blind boards back in the day. I remember yeah. The one, the one that had like all the tur- turntables. Remember the turntables? Yeah. yeah. They yeah, reissued yeah, yeah. that board with my name on. Oh, that's crazy. Dude, that's a, that's one of my boards now. And so I was like, yo. When A Dog's house burnt down, uh, and he lost like a ton of his shit. Which ironically, full circle, Widow's dad was the landlord. He owned the house, mm-hmm. but uh. I went and gifted A Dog that turntable board to like, so he could have something because like he had lost like a yeah, ton yeah. of shit. Yeah, that's he, sick. Yeah, dude. He was super hyped on that. Classic um, board. Yeah. So you turned pro for blind, and when was that? Like a couple of years ago. I was on. I've been on blind for like maybe four years oh, now. Damn. So I think I was probably like. 32, 31, 30, 29, 28. Yeah, I was. I was about 27 or 28 when I got on blind, and I had a part for them. Like we we did like a welcome to blind part. And they used some of my art for their first graphic. I thought it was super dope. Yeah. And they were just really welcoming. And I was honestly surprised. I was still surprised to this day that that went down. So it sounds like you're pretty happy there. I, like... I, 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 so maybe three months ago now, I quit. Okay. Um, yeah, what prompted you Dwindle's been sold a couple times. And for one reason or another, they haven't been able to get their finances right. And I'm just, you know, owed a good amount of money. And I just can't keep watching more boards come out with my name on it, knowing that someone's collecting a check and I'm not getting mine. I have a you know a family to support. Yeah. Yeah. So we parted ways, and I like I'm still like I said I'm still I trip out on the fact that I got to be a part of something like that, and there's so many boards with my name on it, and because I was on blind, I got a tech deck. They had to deal with tech deck. Like, oh wow. You go to Walmart and buy my tech deck, and like. Bro, for me, no, like, to, to my mom to text me and be like, I found your tech deck at Walmart, and, like, her have tears in her eyes, and, like, bro, that's cooler than going pro. Dude, like, that's I, fucking so, huge, like, man. So, they made dreams come true for me, and I appreciate the fuck out of everything they did, but yeah. it's a different team now. They've been sold to other people, and, uh, you know, pretty much we all left. I think me, TJ, Cody Mack, we all quit this year. Um, TJ worked out a deal, they, and they got it back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm stoked for him. He's yeah. happy. He's doing his thing. Yeah. But like you know, I am still owed the money that I'm owed, and it's supposed to come in you know some time. Pay that man his money. Yeah, yeah. Like, give like, the man it, his it, fucking like, money. Like that scene in Rounders. He yeah. beat me. <laughs> <laughs> so we parted ways, and now I'm just like in uh, little kid mode. Like I, I, I haven't bought a board since I was 15. And, you know, I skated for a lot of small brands, so I'd get, like, you know, ride the same board, 10 boards in a row. Yep. Then I got a mystery, and it was a little bit better, but I didn't like the graphics. Didn't feel like my vibe. So when I got when I got on blind, excuse me, and I started getting a box with, it wasn't even boxes. Eric was a team manager. I'd go to the warehouse. I'd pick out heat transfers. I'd pull out boxes from the top of the thing. I pull out 90s heat transfers, or like, you know, early 2000 heat transfers that people had forgotten about. Graphics that were so dope, and I'd heat transfer my own shit. I'd be skating the dopest graphics, and I'd have 
you know, so many of them. And, and that makes you really want to, like, work with a company when you have, yeah. when, when they just give you that much free reign to, like, self-express. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. You know, eventually Eric uh, lost his job for one reason or another. Who knows why? But, like, he was killing his job, and he was doing so much. But so all that changed, and I ended up going back to, after COVID, getting one box with 15 boards in it. That was my graphic, which I don't like skating a board with my name on it. Yeah. You think it's a cool thing, and it's a it's a fun thing to do, like once or twice. But I want to skate my homies' graphics. Yeah, I yeah, want you to wanna skate support all your homies. Like, like it's weird. It's a weird. I see both. I see both sides of it because you hear people being like, "Hell yeah, I skate my board!" Like you know, I've and I see that this, side yeah, too. Work yeah, this, work know? hard for it. Yeah, I think I think both are official. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a fun thing to do, and it's cool. But like for me, there's just something weird about it. And when I skate on a team with. TJ Rogers. Yeah, yeah. I want to skate a TJ yeah. board. Yeah. Like, you know, absolutely. Mickey Papa. Dude, like, yeah. like, TJ is one of the best ever. Yeah. Dude, that guy's fucking like, it's, it's unreal. And, like, you know, when you watch TJ skate in person, it's like you're watching his video. He's very consistent. Mm-hmm. You go to Jaquan any Sunday, and he's there doing all those tricks. Yeah. Just skating around. And it's it's crazy to me. So, so I wanted to skate other people's shit. But, so, anyway, so, I'm, now that I have the freedom... And I don't have a board branch. You're like, what are you going to do? Who do you want to skate for? And I'm like, I don't want to skate for anybody. I want to buy, I bought a girl board. I want to skate a girl board. Yeah. Because that's what I grew up watching Josh Shea skate. And I grew up skating girls. Yeah, we used to skate those things all the time. Well, I love that they were flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And that's what Josh says about it. That's why he got them, but I got them because Josh got them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, shout out Josh Shea. From yeah. a legend that yeah. needs to be on here eventually one day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, that'll happen. So if y'all tune in long enough, you'll see them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so, now, uh, you know, and I just bought a black label board from Talent the other day. I've never skated a black label board. I bought it for the graphic. Oh, yeah, we used to shred those hard, dude. What's my size? What's the dopest graphic here? Boom, got it. Hell yeah. yeah. I haven't done that since I was a kid. Was so, like, yeah, you get to have fun, like, picking out your boards now. Yeah. Like, you're not just like, all right, another one out of the box, same old whatever. Yeah, and if yeah. something comes along or people are like, you know, some brand that I really respect, because it's like, I'm not just going to go skate for someone. I don't need to. I'm done chasing shit. Yeah. Like yeah. 32 years Dude, old. there's those no B-side comes boards, along, dog. I would like to skate a B-side board. I <laughs> yeah, would me too. For sure. Yeah. I would love to. They look just fresh, man. They look great. From, bro. I might have to go cop one of those. Yeah. Now that you say that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Alberos. Um, so yeah, talk a little bit about the whole I dabble because you know I grew up in the four-on-one era, and yeah, you, know, we, yep. you guys, a lot of us did. You guys essentially like there wasn't really any video magazines popping like that. You know, everything had kind of turned to like more Instagram heavy and like you know just, a, just yeah, just a different thing. And so like, what kind of was the path or what inspired you to take on to start doing I dabble? So like. Years and years ago, when and I was how still much living work in, was in it? a silent house, I was filming with like I started filming Cookie on my iPhone warm up because Cookie warming up is like it's one of the coolest things ever. The shit that he does when he's just like just got to the park or whatever spot you're at or wherever you're just dicking around getting coffee, like. That's the coolest stuff to me. Yeah, it might not be for, like, a part, but it's just incredible to watch. It's it's so amazing, and that's, like, real skating to me. So I was, like, I would tell people, like, someone film Cookie, like, film him while he's warming up. Like, tell Buckman or whoever had the camera, and they wouldn't They want to wait for the real gnarly shit. And I'm, like, you guys are missing the point here. Yeah. So I started filming on my phone, and Mountain Dew got me a little uh, handy cam. That's when it really started. Mountain Dew gave me a handy cam, and I could just... It had the USB stick that popped out and plug it into my laptop and put the camera shit in my in iMovie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah. so I just started filming Cookie all the time. 
And because I had the thing out, everyone else, let me get a clip, let me get a clip. Oh, yeah. And I just filmed for over the course of like maybe a year and a half or two years. I filmed until I had this timeline that's like an hour long of just so much hijinks and like living at the silent house and Cookie like had a full part, like two parts and like all just whatever bullshit being a kid at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, I'm going to put it out. And I asked Widow one day, I was like, trying to get a clip right now? And he's like, I dabble. I was like, I dabble. I was like, that's dope. Oh, yeah. And I was filming it, like a lot of it on my iPhone, editing an iMovie. He said, yeah. I dabble. It's all, it's not just skating. It's a little bit of this and this. It's dabbling. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, so I was like, yeah, 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 totally. I dabble. Yeah. And I was, I was like, all right, we're going to put out a video called I Dabble. Just a, a fun, homie thing. I premiered it at the fucking bar. So was, you Lounge. never intended it for it to be like a video magazine from no, the get-go? Not at all. It was oh, just with my iPhone shit. It's a classic homie project. Yeah, and yeah. I did it for... I did three of those over the course of, like, you know, some years. I think I rap in one of them, don't I? For sure. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, there's a freestyle. Like, Sounds about right. killing it, and you're freestyling behind him. It's, it's dope. Go watch. I think it's it's either number two or three. Yeah. But they're out there online, uh, if you can find them. And uh, I did, like, the last one was the We Are Blood premiere tour video. Like, I know three. It was called Monica Legitsky. We Are Blood premiere tour video because when yeah. We Are Blood came out we did a premiere tour we just traveled around the world premiering it and skating all the cities and I just filmed everything from that and made a video and that was iDabble 3 and that was the last full length iPhone video that I made before one day in the car with Sierra I was like talking about 4 and one I'd been watching a bunch of them getting stoked and I was like man all we see is all this gnarly skating, and I don't know who the people are. Like, all these dudes are so dope, and there's all these really dope dudes who don't have the sponsors to get on the big websites, mm-hmm. so no one gets to see them. They don't get shine, and their story is dope. Mm-hmm. And there's all these team managers who are really dope and filmers who are so funny, and they're behind the scenes, and no one gets to see them or tell their story. And they skate too. There's, and they've never had a part. And that's yeah. And that's more than just hammers. That's the real skateboarding. That is what that's skateboarding the is. Yeah. And like, yeah, there is the gnarly ass dudes, and they deserve that fucking shine. But you also deserve everybody else deserves mm-hmm. shine too. And I was like, bro, this needs to be happening. And and Sierra's like, why don't you just do it? Like, you already film like your eye dabbled stuff. It's already like this like cool like video magazine almost format where because it's all this different stuff. He's like. He's going to do it, and I was like, it's just a lot of work, and like, it's a lot of money, like to start a brand, to like buy a camera, oh, to yeah. get like everything going is like is money, you know. So yeah. I know I've tried and failed more than once. <laughs> yeah, so we fucking we were like, I, I was like, you know, so that's that's what's stopping me, and he was just like, I got some red. He's like, oh I'm, yeah, he's like, Sierra. He's like, I'm I'm down. I, he's like he's Go like I'll help him, you. He's like, he's like he's like if you want to do it, and like you know, it just be you know your thing. I'm down to be there and help. So. We partnered up and like you know, I own sixty percent, he owns forty, Fuck and yeah. we both just threw down our initial investment and we paid for all the paperwork and we got the camera and because I was like, bro, between your circle, because he's the generation above me, you know, he's he's your guys' generation, yeah, 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 uh, and so he knows all these other people and he has all this respect from all these people that. I don't have reach of, and I have all this reach the same. Yeah, different pockets. Yeah, Yeah, we're in different parts of skating, so we're like, you know, I bet if I get a little camera that films 4K, it doesn't look like a big, intimidating camera, I could go to all the homies, and I can get footage that no one else can get, Mm -hmm. because it's me with the camera. It's not a filmer in their face where they, like, feel on guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pull up with the camera and go to Evan Smith's house, and let's talk about music, and sit on the floor with him and film him make a beat on GarageBand, and 
and interview him, just me and him, so personally, and no one else can get that footage. Yeah, so yeah. the whole idea of the vision is really just like the core stuff, like the kind of like not I'm not gonna say behind the scenes, but sort of yeah, like the it's what it, isn't already in your face type shit, right? Well, and and even if it's something that's already in your face, I'm gonna give you a whole other side of it that you should have seen mm-hmm. that you didn't because they didn't show it to you. Yeah, like Mark Appleyard is a perfect. Perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our host. Dude, the best host ever, Dave. He is so funny, and I yeah, he's didn't hilarious. know how funny he was before I dabbled. No. He's the, no. He's the new he's, Lance Mountain. And he's, he's up Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just learned from Chilling with Cookie when he was on Element. I'd go on, like, you know, go to the skate camp, and we'd all just be chilling around the fire drinking, and Apple Yard would have me dying laughing. I'm like, he's just such, like, oh, this just like, he's such a man, like, such a, like, all grunty, and, like, just everything he says and does is fucking comedy. Yeah. And when it came time for figuring out who the host was, I was like, dude, fucking, we need Apple Yard. Like, he's the man. He was down. It's funny, I was in so, Barcelona, uh, fuck, years ago, was eagling them, and um, Apple Yard was out there, like, pretty much the whole time. And I remember on Zeagle's birthday, Appy Yard and Ollie Big healed the uh, Big Four at Mappa. Sick. Yeah, that's gnarly. I, was there. I remember my buddy, that. my buddy Brian was watching him try to do kickflip backtail big spin down Hubba Hideout in San Francisco. Wow. It was like they're like poaching footage like in the wow. background, you know? Yeah. And he like, he couldn't do it after 10 tries. So he's like, fuck, I'll just do kickflip backtail shove, did it like first try. I was like, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's a perfect example of like, bro. it's in your face. You know Apple Yard. But. I'm gonna show you Apple Yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you, just you know, not just the skating, the like. Right. And like, so that's oh, this guy's a fucking G. About. It's about showing you everything, pulling back the curtain, the humanity like, you know, behind the skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and it's cool too how yeah. you do like different segments. You know, you have like what's in your trunk, or you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just that is cool. Like that is cool. Yeah, yeah, and we like you know if you're out there watching, you're a skateboarder that owns a brand. We give skater-owned brands commercials for free. Oh yeah! Oh wow, dude! It never cost you a dollar. If you want to wow. have, like, you know, your video might pop up in between some unseen Tom Penny footage and you know Apple Yard talking. Yeah. And it's just like I will never charge you a dollar. Like I, I think that it, that's how skateboarding should be. Like there's too many mom and pop skateboard brands out there that don't have the money to pay for thousands of dollars to advertise on the nationwide advertising. And it's like if you want to run an ad on like a big skateboard website, it costs you a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. And it's only there for a little bit. I don't know how much, but it's, it's only yeah. there for a little bit of time. And yep. if people see it and it's like, I don't think it should be like that. Like we can make our money elsewhere mm-hmm. and you guys can be a part of skateboarding. Yeah. So it's like, we do stuff like that. We do, you know, things that we make that you can only get in your local shop. Like last year we did like a Christmas calendar and it was all, and there's a new one coming out but I didn't get time to do it before Christmas this year. It'll be soon but it's just a skateboarder's dogs. Like, you know, Boo's dog and like Cute. this year like Lizzie Armanto's dog and like this all like pro skater's dogs. Hell it's yeah. dog calendar. Yeah. And, like you could only get them at core local skate shops. We didn't even sell them on the site. Like, we just do stuff like that to try to really give back to skateboarding in the realest way. Yeah. And, like, if you can only get at that core skate shop, you got to go there. And then, all right, I'm here. I'm buying this fat-ass dog calendar. I might as well pick up an extra board right here. And I tell stores, I'll hit them up. And then they don't have money for stuff. I'm like, that's fine, bro. Let me send you something. You put it there, you make the money off it. No shit. Let me put your, like, like, you don't have a commercial for your shit. Like, send me your logo. I'll put a sound behind it. And I'll just show your your skate shop for a second. Yeah. let me help you out. Like I, that's that's what I want IDABLE to be. I want it to be a place people can come to, and we can we can help you get seen. It's not going to cost you a dollar. Yeah. And if you do want to 
support in other ways yeah you want to sponsor the issue where your name is on all the flyers and in the intro and at the credits and have apple yard say your brand name cool that's a whole other thing we can do that but to just be in there and have your shit seen that's free for everyone. oh yeah that's just how many uh how many actual uh episodes or uh, volumes have there been we're on uh issue 15 dropped uh just last month and issue 16 premieres January 28th or 26th. Yeah. It's cool how you do the openers, too. Kind of like uh, paying homage to the old foreign law. Dude, everything yeah. is... It, it's not an original concept. I tell people that all the time. We are... I. It's 411. Well, you saw, but like, the, the shit was dead before you were and doing it, dude. For guys like us that grew up watching 411 and digital magazine, yeah. like to ha- I was like, holy shit, thank you, God. Like, Hell the world yeah, needs this, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, we're gonna, you know, we need a jingle. And your dope jingle. Yeah, so I, yeah. I made the jingle like that. Dude, dude, yeah. like I made that shit. That was me. I was so I, I got to put a. I filmed some stuff of A Bear that was in the last. I think it was the last foreign one ever. Wow. Yeah. That's no fucking shit. really legendary. Yeah. I got a so check from foreign one. That I never epic. even. I never even. I don't think I ever even cashed it. Or if I did, I still have the like receipt thing. But yeah, it's like. That's sick. You know, those yeah. dudes are legends, man. And yeah. it was like they didn't know how to adapt when internet came along. And yeah. if they were still doing it, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. But like, yeah, it's passing the it's, torch. So yeah, yeah and totally. And it's, it's dude. Totally they're all, they're like, all old parts now. I'm sure they don't want it. It is a lot different. But the there are little things like yeah, the openers are in slow mo. Apple Yard talking. Yeah, like that stuff with the jingle. Like that that stuff is paying homage to four. I like how you guys still. I don't know if you do it every episode, but in the beginning you'll do like four on one where it's like the opening montage yeah, yeah, of just, just like one openers. trick per skater. You know, yeah. Now, uh, so that's dope. We'll put some links to the uh, I dabble in all yeah, this. Yeah, stuff. we drop a new one every three months, man. Quarterly. Wow, dude, that's what's up. So yeah, that's so. Intense. Talk a little bit about, so We Are Blood, which um, I guess is the biggest, at least the most highest budget. It's like a skate movie, you know, essentially. For sure. Um, without, <laughs> for sure. you know, not on some corny shit, but like, you know, you guys went all over. Obviously, Ty Evans is has his black belt in fucking skate videos. Yeah, he's the um, best. So talk a little bit about how that all came into fruition. Uh, dude, just, I think that, like, you know, I was around in skating with those dudes before Mountain Dew got involved. Just, like, luckily, like, you know, knowing the ties out on these missions and, like, he would film something with, like, my homie Jordy Clot. He filmed something with my homie Jordy walking his dog through the city for this project that he's working on. And I was like, damn, you get to work with Ty? And he's like, yeah, I'm going out with him this week. Come out. So I would just, like, go out on these sessions and, like, try to get clips with Ty driving these cars that had cameras on him in this crazy situations that you never could even imagine and i was just like this is so cool it's like some hollywood shit yeah and it turned out they were gonna go to china and buckman got involved was filming and buckman was in ty's ear like yo you gotta gotta bring cookie you gotta bring cookie so cookie got invited and i didn't and i was like yo oof I'm going to China, bro. I called, I called Ty. I was like, yeah, did you forget to call me, bro? Like, and I was like, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, you want to go? He's like, yeah, you want to go? And I was like, yeah, dog. And he's like, he's like, if you can get your flight, like, I got you. He's like, I got you on a hotel room. Like, you can be with us on the trip. Like, let's go. And I was like, say less. So I hit oh, a yeah. Mountain Dew, and I was like, you got me? And they got my flight. And on that trip, Ty realized that me and Cookie were best friends from the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
that you know we're trying to make it in skating and we're doing stuff and you guys were hungry and like working hard so it's he, not like and you have a special magic ready. together you know yeah we're like you know we were good friends so he he saw that and he told me he told us later when he invited us on like the other trips after china that he's like yeah i want you guys to represent the kid who's in the middle of nowhere who is going to make it in skateboarding yeah like, there's a lot of kids that are going to watch this video and they're, they're from nowhere, and, like, they're going to see you guys, and, like, I want you guys to represent that. What and that do? was, like, an honor. So he brought us on all the trips, and we got to go to Barcelona for the first time. I got to go. We went for a month. Stayed next to Parallel. Went to Dubai for a month. Stayed yeah. in, uh, like, a, like a, a ridiculous hotel. How crazy was Dubai? 170 floors. It was insane. It was the coolest shit ever. We got to, I went skydiving for the first time. I tried surfing for the first time. Broke my nose surfing. Did you guys get like, to skate? Were there like spots in Dubai or is it like locked down? Like, Dubai mm. is the best spots ever. I would and imagine. You can't skate them normally. Yeah. Ty had a deal with the, the prince, of, the prince yeah. of Dubai. Oh, no shit. To the Dubai, like Ty's original idea was like some crazy like build. Like if this is a building that's like, you know, a thousand feet tall, he was going to build giant mega ramps between buildings and have Bob Burkos and Danny Way escape between <laughs> all the buildings. The, bu- the budget was like billions of dollars because yeah. they're like, throw us anything. And he, so he pitched them some crazy shit. They didn't do it. So we went for this other stuff where they're like, we have this thing called X Dubai where it's experience Dubai or extreme Dubai where it's all the cool shit like riding the buggies through the desert and the skydiving and indoor skydiving and indoor snowboarding and all like the crazy experiences and they're like if you guys come and do all these things and film your people doing it and put it in the video we'll pay for your whole trip and give you guys all the access weren't they totally. like weren't they totally. bringing like, you to spots that were like skate stopped and like unskate stopping them letting you skate it and yeah, then like dude. skate stopping them again when you left yeah we'd pull up to a spot and it'd be like this you know, billion dollar building. It was like some stupid, insane oil money, insane crazy oh, yeah. something. And dictator. We get out of the car and walk up, and before you could even get on the property, there's like mad people. Like you can't be here. Get out of here. And our dude who had the, the his his, his connect, he'd pull up his phone, and I don't know what he would say, but he'd hand the phone over, and the dudes would be like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do anything you want here. Do you guys want us to denom this ledge? Do you need wax? Like, and they'd let us. They'd, they'd like bring us sledgehammers if we're like, yeah, we're gonna destroy these stairs. They'd be like, here you go. No shit. Because you guys had an in with the prince of Dubai. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so yeah. that was that was it. It was we could do anything we wanted, in that sense, in the skateboarding sense. But like, bro, like, there is no weed in Dubai. Like, you, yeah. you cannot smoke there at all. And like, you can. It's like you could die. They could kill you. You find some weakness. Like, there are people that go out there. They told us someone had recently gotten, uh, there was, like, a little nug in the bottom of their shoe that they had stepped on somewhere at home. And they found it, and that dude is in jail out there for, like, a long time. Yeah, like, Chrome that was, like, in his shoe. Yeah. So, so, a, lot, a lot of places, like, be careful, kids. Yeah, if so, you go traveling, don't bring your weed with you. You don't no, want to end up in fucking Russian prison. Can't take your shirt off. Yeah. You can't take your shirt off. It's 100 and fucking something degrees. You're trying to skate. No shirts off. Yeah. You can't. Look at the women. You can't talk to the women. You can't if you're if you're there. Uh, you go with your chick unless you're married. You got to get a different hotel room. You guys cannot be laying on the beach together, walking around holding yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a it's a very cool strict place. Mu- strict Muslim. Very cool place from afar. And if you have the the money to go, like the trip that we went on, was like I can't imagine what it would have costed to cover my hotel room for that month in that building yeah. and just all the extra activities they had us doing. It was. It was insane. Like, well, you your, gotta we are, so your whole money. We Are Blood part was ridiculous, and we should throw some clips in of it. But um, 
Yeah, you you went off on that. Like obviously Thanks, when you're man. out there with Ty and you know you're you're with all the homies. Yeah, it's dude, like, it is very motivating. Yeah, extremely motivating. That was like the, one of the coolest times of my life. It was the most traveling I ever got to do. It was the first time I left the country, and I am very grateful for Ty and Mountain Dew for letting me be a part of that. Yeah, shit's shit super cool. It was cool. I think about you and Cookie being out there all the time. Dude, yeah, we were, yeah. we were on one. We were having a great time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fucking dope. So, what uh, are you? So you quit blind. You're kind of just free ranging. Uh, do you, are you still fuck with any other sponsors from the past, or what's your? Yeah, uh, so I I still skate for like you know Grizzly. I skate for Tall Truck, Vermont mm-hmm. brand. Like yeah. Tall Truck takes great care of me. That's my. Tall Truck is my, like, you know, biggest sponsor right now. Yep, shout out, Devin. Devin does so much good for so many people around it's the good, world. good, dude. He just spent Christmas in Colombia taking care of, like, a small village of people that have nothing. Oh, Fed them shit, all, dude. brought them Christmas presents. Go watch Tall Truck's video on that. Yeah, like, and if there's wow. one sponsor you need, it's a weed sponsor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's cool. That's, yeah. that's like, super dope. I mean, obviously, like, I smoke, so it's, it's nice to saves not it, have to Saves a nice grip of money. But to also, for it to be a Vermont brand, for someone who does so much for the community such a cool in dude. Vermont and for people around the world and has such a big heart, yeah. like, he's he's not just some, some fucking dude who's trying to sell weed and make a buck, like, he cares, and yep. he take he does a lot for a lot of people. He's like a this. master mason too. I know we were yeah, at his yeah, house. Really yeah, yeah, we were at his house, and he made this layer. crazy like stone arch. And I actually, uh, I think I sent Pachinski some of it because you know Dave's all into that. He built a stone, stone mason, arch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Not like Freemason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not like the you know, yeah. He's, he's the man, guy. dude. Like but, uh, yeah, those like five hundred foot long stone walls you see in the old back roads like he builds yeah. like that kind of oh, shit that's super <laughs> yeah, that's cool dope. shout out dev so uh, not enough people do that are these you days. still getting lakai's or uh, but yeah so i i get uh like i hit up lakai a, a while ago and was like yo i'm not trying to get anything from you i'm not trying to like be part of anything but i i'm sick of paying for shoes if you guys don't hook me up and the dude steve over there the team manager he's super cool couldn't believe it. He's like, yeah, I got you. So Lakai sends me shoes. They keep oh, me yeah. skating, which oh, is yeah. awesome because that's what I grew up on. I love Lakai's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, like Brooklyn Projects takes good care of me. It's a skate shop out in LA, or and fucking they're on Melrose. Mm-hmm. And they've been out there for 20 years, and we actually have a video that's coming out in uh, the beginning. We haven't dropped the date. I know the date. Right. I know where the premiere is. It's gonna be dope. Right. But uh, it's coming at the beginning of next year, and. I've been filming that video part since I said in 2019 I dropped three parts. After that, I started iDabble and I was like, that was so much work. And I wanted to do it. It was something I wanted to do. I wanted to put out three parts in a year. It's a personal goal. After that, I was like, I'm done. I'm going to film until I feel like it's right. Because who knows how much longer in life, how many parts I'll film where I spend a few years filming it. So yeah. I've been filming this one since 2019. It's almost four years. Who else and is in the Brooklyn Projects video? Dude, there's a good squad of people like uh, my homie Jalen who's a beast um, Cole Gossett who's a beast uh, Jake Odell um, my homie Badass Curtis like Cookie will probably have a couple clips like uh, there's uh, it, there's probably 20 dudes on the squad Hell yeah. like you know Braden Sfranski skates for him Dane Vaughn like, there's, there's a good squad yeah but so Brooklyn Projects videos coming I was like you know Dom's done so much for the skateboard world and for me personally that I was like this is where my footage is going to go so you're dropping yeah. your full part yeah so for, I got this part that I've been filming for almost four years it's pretty righteous of you dude very proud of I've been yeah. putting a lot of work into I've been editing it for like the last two years like maybe like two years ago I was like alright I'm going to put what I have on the timeline 
and like we've been picking songs and changing stuff and been tweaking it and tweaking it and it's like finally at a place where I'm super stoked on it. Oh yeah. I think I need I, you know, always want some more like, you know, ender ender enders. So I'm, I've been battling some shit. Get out there, Can't bud. Fucking do the tricks. <laughs> Pissing me off, bro. I'm mean, gonna probably like battle number eight or nine for like maybe four different tricks. Oh, damn. I'm going hard, but like there's, there's tricks in this part that are like dream tricks that I've wanted to do my whole life, and yeah. I finally got it. So oh, yeah. I'm really proud that it's gonna be in this Brooklyn Projects video. That's what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on iDabble. I have a child. I keep that off the internet. I don't post photos of my child or my wife. No one knows about them because. I can take all the crazy comments about whatever it is, skating, rapping, but like I think you talk about my wife and my kid, it might be a problem. Yeah, so you I, might you I might snap give, the old Jerry so Vermonter <laughs> might come out in here. So dude. I, don't give, I don't give people ammo like that, but yeah, I have a family, you know. I got another baby on the way. Congrats, oh, dude, um, congratulations, awesome. brother! Well, welcome to the doing, 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 doing welcome to the dad here. to the second power club. Thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Just living life. Everything's amazing out here right now. Visiting family and camp for Christmas. Yeah. My mom's doing great, and just yeah, dude, just super happy. Sad. I'm not not gonna stop skating anytime soon. That's for sure. I'm going tomorrow to Barry to get film a clip Where? in the cold with Danny. Oh damn! Yeah, no so shit. Down some old stairs. That's one thing I wanted to ask you. Not the one thing, but um, are you still jumping these days? You know, you're, you're getting a little older. The you video know, part's like, coming to an end. Yeah, I'm jumping more. I'm like okay, because I because the young me, I still that's what I love. I like watching rallies footy. Yeah, his rally's so little and his spots were so big. Every clip, you didn't even need to be in the clip yet. Just static angle. Like he's about to skate this. Yeah, totally. What the, how is he gonna skate this? And yeah. that's my shit. I want clips like that. I'm yeah. Like, and I've gravitated more. Do you to have like, a few, dude? I have a couple that I'm like super stoked on uh, that are like that now. But there's a lot of stuff like, you know, I don't want to put out the same part I've been putting out. I want people to watch it and be like, I didn't know he skated like that. Or mm-hmm. I didn't know he did it like that. So mm-hmm. I there's a, like. Some manual clips I'm stoked on, and some ledge tricks I'm hyped on. And Bro, like, shit that people don't know that I like maybe would try, and you know some some yeah. transition savings game vert. I got a yeah. bowl, I got some bowl clips. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Yeah. So you uh, helped procure the uh, vert ramp up at Bolton. That was pretty sick, yeah, right? Dude, so that was COVID. Yeah, came out and I was like, uh, I've been skating for month or vert heavy, and I was like. Just wanted to learn how to fly after filming all this eye down. That's shit. what Woodsy kept saying. Yeah, yeah. seeing uh, I filmed Clay Kreiner and Jimmy Wilkins. Uh, and dude, Clay is the fucking best. Dude, I spent like shit. a year filming him and all his homies, his all yeah. his roommates, and like literally they have the funnest time. Like they're just chugging beers, flying over the mega ramp. And I was like, I need to learn how to fly. And one day I was filming Jimmy Wilkins, and I was just threatening. I was like, Dog, one day I'm gonna get some knee pads. I'm gonna skate this shit with you. And he points. It's like right over there. And I was He's like, like knee pads, motherfucker. Bro, and at Tony Hawk's ramp, he has like a little skate shop in the corner that's all pads and helmets for anyone who wants them. Dude. Brand new. That's yeah. awesome. So I was like, shit. So I padded up, put some knee pads on and a helmet, and after I got done filming him, I like, I skated and did my first backside air ever, like over the coping on Tony's ramp that day. And I was like hooked. And I found this little ramp called the Time Machine that was out in the valley. It's gone now, but... That was like this little ramp that used to be at the Vans Park that Grosso donated to these dudes. It was at Victory City. That's C's the one house. you were doing like the kickflip grabs on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just posted. Uh, I just posted like a couple days ago, maybe yesterday. I mean, doing a kickflip on it and a frontside flip because yeah. I missed skating that ramp. But so I learned how to skate vert there with all these old vert dogs and got knee pads. And, and when I came to Vermont to during COVID to have the baby. Uh, I was fiending. I was like, I gotta skate vert. Where can I skate vert? And there was no vert ramp. I was like, I'm gonna build one. So I hit up 
Cabot and Al's and Darn Tough. Hell and yeah. Fucking Jay's Beer, uh, Jay's Liquor Store, Liquor Mart in Barry, Vermont. Yeah, and just like, like yeah, what bro, can you, what all can the Vermonters, do? and I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this ramp, and uh, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm going to build this ramp, and it's going to be dope, and I'll put all the Vermont stickers on it, and, like, you know, I want it to be built by Vermont for Vermonters, because there is no vert ramp anywhere around here, and you could change, you could, we could change that. There could oh, be, like, yeah. some serious vert skaters that come out of Vermont because we did this thing. We call it Vertmont, and, like, oh, I like, made this whole pitch, and I got all of it covered. All these Vermont brands stood up, and they threw down a bunch of money, and That's they paid awesome. for all the wood, and they paid for enough to, to pay Dave to build the ramp. Yep. And I was like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to do it? And uh, I talked to the dudes at Bolton, and they were super down. Like, yeah, put, it in, put it right yeah. in the Bless up to fucking Bolton. Because they were already man. building stuff over there. Shout and out to Bolton and the yeah, Delorean. Yeah, Scott. You guys are killing dudes, it. Like, but that, so that was where that was at. Hello, and, uh, I see you. We built, we built that vertebrate, man. And, and uh, I haven't even really gotten to skate it too much. And because of COVID, we haven't gotten to do an official opening. But keep your eyes out, because there is going to be a serious-ass party opening like festival. I'm going to turn it into an annual thing. Where there'll be a bunch of Vermont brands that have booths, and That'd there'll be, be a cool. vert contest where there'll be like ten G's on the line, and Clay Kreiner and those dudes will come here to skate the contest. That'll be, be cool, a yearly man. thing where people will come and skate the bowl there and skate. Honestly, the Honestly, something with the the and city of Burlington. Be musicians that play. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, you. no, you're good. But the city of Burlington spent so much fucking money on that park uh, downtown, and it's an amazing park. But the majority of the funds went to that world class oh. bowl. But they're not. The city's not doing anything. They yeah, could be yeah, hosting and, annual competitions, dude, and, bringing and skaters from around the that. world, and and helping like younger kids in Vermont, like maybe have a potential at a career, just like you and Cookie, and they're just sitting on it. Well, I think there's a I think there's a divide because like with our generation, you know, we didn't have the park, so we had to like fight and rally to get them, and like you know, we'd get arrested Build our for own. skating and all that, mm-hmm. and then like this other generation, you know, came in like real entitled because everything was just like put in their lap you know I'm talking to kids who are like 20 and under mm-hmm. you know and it's like they just think this fucking skate park fell out of the sky and was like always there you know type yeah, shit. It's yeah. Like, you know it's like these kids need to step the game up That's they do I'm but saying. so does the city of Burlington if they held an annual competition there but you it need, would draw people but you need in people from to around be the, the world liaison between yeah, the skate scene and, and the in. fair yeah. fair fair cuz Joey fucking politician doesn't have the any office, idea doesn't know. yeah you know the ramps there and I've told them the whole pitch and the idea they won't ever do anything with it until I go to them and say hey look I got 10 brands that are all going to pay 500 bucks to have a booth at this event where we're going to have all Vermont brands and musicians that play. Yeah. There's gonna be a vert contest, and it's like it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be covered by all the Vermont stuff. And yeah. I'm gonna make a video about it for iDabble. The world's gonna see it. We're gonna make an annual contest. It's gonna draw people from every state around here every year to come. And guess where they're gonna stay? At Bolton. Your fucking all business. Your exactly. Yeah. So it's like that's just the kind of stuff. Like that's where, like, you want to see that shit happen at the bowl downtown. Build the deck. Basically, I need to make it happen. Yeah, build the deck and say, listen, yeah. we need 10 Gs so that we can get Clay Kreiner on the fucking plane to come skate this yeah. ball. Because yeah. if you give him a thousand bucks, guaranteed just to show up, 
and you do that, like, you know, you get 10 G's and you put that between 10 top class dudes, give them a G just to show up, pay for their ticket, they're going to come. They're going to have fun. They yeah. love doing this shit. Yeah, and the Burlington Vermont's a great sudden, town. You can make a flyer and post it for six months to everyone in all the states around here, and you'll pack that place, and there'll be a thousand people, and you do that fucking every year. And then you partner with the Vermont Beer Company, and you sell beer, and it's yeah. like, it's it can all, like, grow, and it just takes people with motivation, and a lot of people don't have it. Make you know, it happen. I am a fucking just, like, a super, I have to be creating at this point. It's insane. It gets, like, worse. It's like an OCD. If I'm, like, I can't watch TV for more than, like, five minutes. I'm, like, I'm wasting time. I have to yeah. either be designing clothes for I Dabble or filming someone or editing or making music or painting or skating. I have to be creating something. Yeah. And it's, like... You, it just takes people that are like, okay, I want, I want to see this event, and like, you want to see that event happen? I'll help you fucking do all that shit. Dude, let's fucking do it, like, dude. Because that would like, be I, legit. Because that's the kind of shit. Like, I, that's what I picture. Is like, you know, we bring everyone out. They do the vert contest on on the Saturday, and you know, then on the Sundays, down you go to the A Dog, and it's like just a tour around, like you know, those two places, and it's like that's it's just Vertmont once a year, and it's just like uh, it'd yeah. be cool, cover all the vert shit, and just like get build a scene for it. I'll, yep, I'll, I'll film. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, so, yeah, just, you know... Go do some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, get yours. Build something, Get yours. Um, Ain't gonna happen if you don't do it. So, you know, we, we won't keep it too long, because we know you're only here for a little bit. Yeah, I um, actually, uh... But, I don't know I if... Go for yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if there's anyone specifically you want to give any shout-outs to, or... Damn, I want to shout-out everybody, like... I really, I do. I just want to shout everybody out by name, and I like I can't do that. But there's so many people that have helped me get to this point, and it's like it's a it's a huge group collective effort. And like you know, I never, I don't know. I've like made every dream come true that I could for myself. So I just want to like make other people people's shit happen and it's like that doesn't happen without all the help of all the people that I've done because it's like now I have all these connections like like you know like just Vermont wise like yeah shout out Devin Tall Truck he's taking care of me and keeping me at this point he's keeping me able to skate without having to get a job and if it wasn't for Tall Truck who's a Vermont brand who only fucks with me because I'm a Vermonter and because Vermonters care about Vermonters now I get to stay in skating. I'm sure I'd find another weed brand out there, but it's like, I get to be a part of a Vermont thing. Yeah, it it's means green. It means Keep more. it in the family. Yeah, you know, and it's like, so shout out Devin and Tall Truck. Shout out, you know, Al's. Shane over there at Al's. Every time I come into town, they hook it up. I can't believe it. Like, they hook it up so hard. All they do is take care of me in there, and that's like my favorite place. We grew, we all grew up eating Al's when Dude, we go skate. Best burgers, fries, and dogs so in town yeah, right so there, man. meal to eat. That's dope. Cabot sends me all kinds of cheese. Best cheese like, there you is. Know, uh, just yeah, darn tough is dope. All like every Best all socks. these Vermont brands, they're just they're the best, and it's like that's that's like why that's the main reason I wanted to come do this. Like I, I'm as long as as well as just fucking with anything you're doing. You're you know someone I grew up looking up to. Obviously, I want to help support that, and I have a platform to be able to do that, so I'm going to. Yeah. But like this is a Vermont thing to me. I see this as a Vermont a fellow Vermonter doing some shit for Vermont. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, shout out you Thanks, for doing this and no, you know, really appreciating you with coming it. out. You and know, this like, has this been is not an easy thing to do. So no, we've been really out. looking forward to having you on. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Hopefully you'll be back on again because always down, I mean, we got bro. stories for days. So it's yeah, like, it's you know. just scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, I appreciate the shit out of it and fucking love you guys. I yeah. love Vermont. I love all of you. Yeah, no doubt. Well, shit. This shout has out been, my mom. Um, yeah. Shout yeah. out Hannah, Talent, Dave. Yep. Like, you know, like, you know. That was a good time last night. 
For real. That's yeah, last so night funny. we all went and skated town, and it was like a high school reunion. I always, every time I come into town, I set up a group chat, and I try to get as many homies out. There's always like two or three of us, but last night, everyone came out, and it was fucking cool. Yeah, that was dope. Also, shout out my grandma, because... I have an affinity with Christmas sweaters. I just love I love wearing them at Christmas. And she made me a, a Christmas sweater this year. And then she also sewed me this. So my grandma hand sewed this right oh, here. Dude, I'm so jealous. It's insane. And then look at that custom iDabble logo on the back with all this what? crazy fabric. Dude. Your grandma did the custom logo? She did all that. Well, dude, your fucking grandma's super right? cool, bro. Insane. But yeah, so I, I talked to her about doing, uh, I was like, maybe if you make three of these over the course of the next year, at Christmas next year, we can put them up for- Raffle them off or like, something. Like, you know, put them up for auction for charity. Yeah, and yeah, we'll yeah. Get money back and like, yeah. three people will have, you know, and they'll be labeled like, you know, sewn in like one or two. Custom, three, handmade, yeah. yeah, one out of three. But I was like, I was tripping. She, said, she gave me this, I was like, oh my God, Dude. you are talented. This is sick. I think yeah. that's the coolest iDabble logo I've ever seen. Yo, shout out to everyone's oh, yeah. grandmas Story. out there. You know shout what I'm out saying? grandmas. Yeah, yeah. miss your grandmas. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, you know, to all the grandmas, all the Bless grand- your souls. grandpas, you know what I mean? We literally couldn't be here without you. Go get some of that. Yeah. Give me some of that right here. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> tell you what. Selling them, them at uh, pretty much any cannabis store out there in Vermont, Tall Truck. Well, shit, we really appreciate you coming out. And uh, this has so been a uh, golden hour. Episode 20 with a one of a kind guest. The dub. Mr. Jordan Maxim. Thank you for having me. We out.